Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Vendo Velocity, a very special topic that we would love to cover in greater detail that we haven't touched on as much on Vendo Velocity specifically and seems to be a little bit underrated in the world of e-commerce is how can you drive in-store sales using digital tools? So I have two very special guests with me on Vendo Velocity here today, who I will allow to introduce themselves. I'm sure you are all familiar with Nicholas Martinez. He is the face behind all of the Vendo podcast. But Nick, if you can introduce yourself first, that would be great. Yeah, thanks, Delaney. Uh, quite the honor to be on the Vendo Velocity here. Uh, it's, it's been having a good run, so excited. Uh, yeah, I'm the SVP of marketing here at Vendo. Um, you know, love love having fun with creating innovative uh, strategies to help our brands win on Amazon, Walmart, and uh, increasingly in store. So excited to get into that today. Amazing. And then a couple of weeks ago, we also had Greg Rudolph on the podcast. So you guys should be familiar with him. If you weren't able to catch that, definitely uh, look back a few episodes and uh, dive into some external marketing strategies there. But Greg, I'll allow, allow you to reintroduce yourself for those who haven't met you yet. Cool. Yeah. Well, my name is Greg Rudolph, and I manage a couple different flavors of advertising here at Vendo, including um, our paid search and paid social programs. And so that can include Google, Meta, TikTok, Pinterest, Threads, you name it, and then driving to Amazon brands D2C sites, or like we'll talk about today, Walmart. So lots of different ways that we can break that down. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and dive on into it. Nick, can you open us up by just giving us a bit of an outline of why digital landing pages are vital for in-store brands. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And you know, I guess just to take a little bit of a step back to you know when we when we say digital landing pages, you know, we're we're talking about really flows and platforms as a whole. Um, and so you know, there's a lot of brands out there that are in retail, right? Some of the brands we work with are. Uh, you know, more present in retail or more of their sales come from retail than even, you know, e-commerce. It might be vice versa. But if you are in retail, I'm sure you you deal with the, the, the debate and kind of thought of how can I attribute what I'm doing digitally to what happens in store? Um, and so it's a hot topic, right? And historically, there really hasn't been a lot of tools for brands that wanted to do that. Usually, you know, what, what we've experienced with our, our clients as well as our in-house brand um, is kind of just directional um, understandings, right? Um, if you run a, you know, a, a Facebook ad campaign or you do an influencer push um, focused on, you know, Walmart, for example, um, you look to see did the sales numbers go up that week or during that timeline, and and usually you can see a spike, and you, and so you say, okay, well, I can confidently assume that, you know, doing those campaigns led to some of this spike, right? But um, you can't really fine uh, tune, you know, the, precisely, you know, the direct attribution. And so um, I think for a lot of brands, that would be something that's very helpful. And thankfully, um, there have been, you know, different platforms and landing pages and flows that have been coming out, um, particularly in the last year or two, um, as the e-commerce kind of wave that we saw during COVID, COVID began to simmer a little bit. People began to go back in store. And all of a sudden, you know, brands are looking for different tech platforms and thankfully tech platforms are coming around to support this. So um, here at Vendo, you know, we've really um, leaned into that. 
we've, you know, we always want to be cutting edge, make sure that we're testing and experimenting. So we've had the opportunity to be uh, the pilot agency for a few of these platforms. Um, and then there's some others that have been around for, for some time. And, and we'll speak to all of that today and, and kind of the nuances of each of them. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Yes, before Nick really dives into the benefits of each of those platforms, Greg, it would be super helpful to see from the advertising side, how are we using these digital landing pages at Vendo to really tur turbocharge our ads? Yeah, absolutely. So what we're talking about is usually the way that you would run an ad is run directly from, let's say, a, a Google ad directly to um, the product display page on a retailer's website, like maybe your Walmart listing or your Costco listing. But one of the better ways that we found of doing this is to put an extra little middle step in there. Um, and we'll talk about three of those today uh, that are relatively interchangeable, Isle, Pfizer, and Abata. And so when you run to one of those landing pages there, you'll find uh, usually a coupon or a discount, and then uh, you can redeem that discount in store. And so by adding that little middle step, uh, that does several things that are that are really important. Number one, you're able to improve your conversion tremendously because you, now you're offering a discount um, and you're able to educate the customer in your specific way, um, which is sometimes a little bit different than the restrictions that you have on the marketplace. So you're able to have a customized experience tailored to that customer with a discount that directly applies to them. And of course, just by offering a discount, we all know that that will improve your conversion. Um, the second thing it does is it allows much better attribution because um, when you're driving just, for example, to Costco or to Walmart, you're not able to see your conversion rate from ads specifically. And so you can see uh, maybe an overall sales lift, but that could be due to ads, that could be due to seasonality, that could be due to um, you know, a, a promotion that the retailer is running. You don't know if that's due to your ad specifically. And so that prevents you from having that direct ROAS number that you often need to be able to prove the, uh, prove the efficiency of the campaign. So by driving to one of these pages, you're able to see the conversion rate, how many, how many people redeemed that specific coupon at that specific retailer, and that gives you the attribution, attribution data that you need. And then the third thing that it does is it really connects the digital world to the brick and mortar world. Because right now, if you just drive a digital ad directly to one of the retailer landing pages, uh, the customer might see it, they might love it, and just walk into the store, pick the item off the shelf and check out. Well, that's really a digital conversion, but you're not gonna see it reflected that way in your data. And so by adding one of these middle step landing pages, um, then you're able to drive in-store sales because you're taking the digital world generating impressions, generating clicks, generating traffic through digital ads, and then pushing those people in store where then they're armed with the coupon to go check out and you're able to understand the conversion rate that comes directly from your ads online and separate that from whatever normal organic sales you're gonna see in store. So uh, because of all that, there's a lot of benefits to driving your ads to one of these middle step uh, landing pages as opposed to just the brand's own website. There we go. Talk about omni-channel. Both Nick and Greg talked about it completely uh, perfectly there, both on the marketing side and on the advertising side. But Greg and Nick both alluded to those three different platforms that we'll be speaking a little bit more in depth about here today, Isle, Visor, and Ibotta. So Nick, let's go into a little bit of the different benefits of the methods that are used to directly attribute 
these in-store sales um, from these digital origins. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, uh, there, there, there's a couple, there's one that's been around for a while that many probably know called Ibotta. And I'll, I'll speak on that one last because um, I think people want to hear the, the fresh details. So um, Isle, um, you know, is a platform that came out about a year or so ago. Um, a lot of CPG and D2C first brands really have jumped on it. Um, and essentially what it is, is it's, it's a post-purchase rebate flow um, that's facilitated through landing pages, but then redirected to SMS. So imagine this, you're on Instagram, you're scro scrolling through, you see, you see a, a UGC video of somebody walking into a Walmart store, picking up this product that looks really great. Um, and then it says, get this product for free in store at Walmart or get 50% off in store at Walmart. You click, you know, get offer. And if you're on your phone, it's going to go ahead and prompt an SMS flow. It's going to pull up to get your offer, opt into our SMS list. That then has the side effect of uh, enrolling that person into your SMS list so you can remarket to them later. So it's also a lead gen um, tool. Um, and then once they've opted in, they get directions on how to get that offer. And it's a post-purchase rebate. So they basically just have to go into the store, pick it off the shelf, just like that person they were inspired by in the UGC video. And then they just take a picture of their, their receipt and text it back um, on that same text message chain. And then through Isle, the automations of the rebate are facilitated via PayPal, Venmo, and perhaps there's going to be other ways down the road. Um, so it's a really clean way, especially for you know, Gen Z and millennial uh, audiences that are familiar with SMS at a deeper level at Venmo and all that type of thing um, to actually get that discount in store and for the brand to actually directly attribute it to that specific ad, right? And there's a whole dashboard that, that you get where you can track which retailer and conversion rates versus redemption rates, right? Because somebody might say, get the offer, but they might not actually go through with going into the store. Um, but the cool thing is you have their information so you can remarket, close the deal, or just kind of nurture them and build them up in your community. Um, so yeah, I, that, that, that's one of the, the platforms. Um, now, some of you might be thinking eh, it's, it's a little, little bit, there's too much friction going on there, right? And, or maybe I, I don't, you know, I don't uh, work with, you know, uh, an audience that is going to really have Venmo or, or know how to use PayPal. Well, Another option um, is, a, is a platform called Visor. Um, this is one that's in beta right now and really neat because it eliminates the post-purchase uh, side of things and allows the customer um, to actually get the discount right there at point of sale. Um, and so what it is, is it's basically a digital voucher. Um, and so if they click that get offer button on the ad, like we just talked about, it's going to allow them to add that um, that offer um, as a as a scannable barcode to their Apple Wallet, to their Google Pay Wallet. Um, if they don't have those types of devices, they can just take a screenshot. They can print it out. They can take a photo of it. So it makes it a little bit easier, more ways um, for for different consumers to actually save that offer. And then they go right into the store and they literally just show the cashier that voucher and they scan that barcode. Um, at the at the cash register, and so the discount is immediate, point of sale, no worries about you know the post purchase rebate. Now because it has to be scanned at the cashier, 
it is a little bit more uh, limited in the number of retailers, right? And I know Visor has been doing a great job at adding more retailers from, you know, uh, Walmart to uh, to uh, Kroger to and, and, and many more. Um, and so as they continue to expand uh, that presence, you know, I think it's going to become more and more applicable to, to more brands. Um, and the only thing with Visor right now, I know they're adding this in soon, but uh, it doesn't quite have that SMS component. Um, but there are different workarounds, right, where you could, you know, essentially use your SMS platform as the beginning of that before handing out that, that voucher. Um, so there's ways to make it work in that way, too. <clears throat> um, the cost structure is also different. Um, and, and so, you know, here at Vendo, we, we have all the, the nitty gritty details of, you know, uh, how, how it works, the different costs, what, what platform might be best for your brand. Uh, so, yeah. Before you go into that, I think one of the main benefits of Visor, at least from what we've seen from the beta, is the redemption rate outpacing the rest of the industry. Can you speak a little bit on what they've seen in just some of those initial studies? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's still it's still a very young program. Uh, we've ran for you know um, both IO and Visor for several brands over the last year. Um, and, you know, it, it varies by category. I think it varies by audience. I wouldn't say we have a, a really strong grasp just yet on like the, the kind of average conversion rate. I know that in Visor's case studies, they saw, you know, an average uh, redemption rate of around 35%. Um, it also has a lot to do with the, the traffic you're bringing, right? And, and that's where really Greg and the, the, the advertising team come, in, come into play because, you know, Visor and Isle are great platforms that help automate these things. Um, so you're not, you know, trying to do it manual. Well, the point of sale would be very difficult to do digitally. Uh, but really, it's about the quality traffic you're bringing, how relevant that traffic is. And, and maybe, Greg, maybe you want to add a little bit to that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the, um, I know you'll talk about Abata in a minute, but one of the key differentiators between uh, Isle and Pfizer is the the redemption. Do you do it on your own by taking a picture of your receipt and then texting it in, or do you do it? Do you scan it at the cash register? And then the main difference between Isle and Pfizer as a group versus Abata is who brings the customers. So with Isle and Pfizer, you need to bring your own audience, basically. While Abata is a much larger, much more established program. Uh, with millions of their own shoppers, and they can, um, you, you tap into their network and their audience to provide the traffic. And so what that means um, is that if you're using Isle or Visor, you really need to rely on your own ads to bring your own audience. And so there's lots of different ways of doing that. But one of the ones that's most effective that we've found, um, especially using digital tools, is through Meta, through, through Facebook, Instagram ads, because there you can target shoppers um, particularly based off of their interest, based off of their demographics. Um, you can retarget people who have purchased on your website and then try to push those people to check out in store, which can be uh, really helpful for your redemption rate. Um, so through the, these programs are not expensive at all to get started in terms of um, cost per redemption, but then that frees up more budget for you to be able to pour into ads to bring traffic there. So. Meta is definitely one of the best ways of doing that in terms of breaking it down by audience. Yeah, yeah, no, certainly, and you know, um, uh, you know, there there are other ways too, which I think makes it really cool. But I think 
through paid media, you're going to be able to probably be the most aggressive, the most forceful. Um, but, you know, you could you could have a, a billboard with a QR code that leads to this flow even and directly attribute. You could have influencers doing it. You could put it in your emails. Right. So the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's an extreme one. But just to show like how uh, how much opportunity there is and how many different, as, as you would say, flavors, Greg, um, there are that that is uh, really what makes it super exciting and super flexible. Um but yeah, touching on the Ibotta piece, you know, um, as Greg said, they have millions, they have 6 million members, right? Um, and so um, you could just launch an offer on Ibotta um, and get directly attributable kind of uh, data on how that offer performed in that retailer. Um, but what we've done here at Vendo to kind of uh, supercharge that is, is we put ads behind it as well. And we have a great case study on our website um, recently where, you know, we, we ran an Ibotta campaign and we saw a 216% lift in sales at Walmart. Um, 80% of that was in store. 20% of that was on walmart.com. And then when we layered in uh, ads to that offer, we saw a 27% increase um, in redemptions as well um, with, a, with a strong ROAS. So um, there are ways to even supercharge Ibotta with additional uh, paid media and, and just digital media in, in general. Um, so really, really a lot of options there for, you know, opening up your brand to to more data driven results. And, you know, this can be especially impactful, I would say, when, you know, you're trying to make buyers and retail happy. Um, I know this is something that's always top of mind, especially for for brand sales teams. Um, and so I, you know, I've seen where buyers get really excited just to see a brand do an Instagram post. Like they don't know if it did anything, but they get excited. So if you can actually take it to the next level and show that you did it and you can quantify it more precisely, like they're going to be really impressed. And so that's what we're really leaning into here at Vendo to help our brands just get to that next level. And then Nick, how do the costs compare for Ibotta versus the other two platforms you spoke about? Yeah, it's quite different. Um, I bought it uh, typically is about a 50K minimum. Um, and keep in mind that 50K minimum is largely going to the discounts, the reimbursements of the, the offer, um, with a smaller percentage uh, being towards Ibotta's fees. And, you know, with Ibotta, one of the cool things is, is we can put together a budget and a forecast for the campaign. And we could show you, you know, your, your return uh, before you start the campaign, your, your projected return anyway. And it'll typically be around three to, to five X, right, um, on, on your return there. Um, with, with Isle and Visor, um, much lower minimums. Um, Isle, typically about 199 a month minimum, and that usually gets you around uh, almost 600 um, um, clips. Um, and then with Visor, they, they have different offers. They have trial offers. They have kind of ongoing offers. Um, and and uh, usually that's uh, a little bit higher of a minimum around like $2,500 a campaign. So depending on, you know, your budget, um, the scope of the campaign, you know, that's where we kind of go back and we pencil out the numbers and really customize the best option for you. And then Nick, similar to other marketing campaigns that we, we run, have we seen a greater lift during more tentpole moments when running these campaigns? And strategically, is that something that we're pushing? Yeah, you know, this is also new, right? It's a new frontier. But um, I think just 
uh, in theory and, and, you know, that, that would make a lot of sense. I, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of the same principles that we bring to the dot-com space where, you know, when there's a surge in interest or search traffic or foot traffic for a certain, you know, uh, uh, event, um, definitely catering to that and, and catering to that consumer and building out, you know, the, the messaging um, and the offer and the product selection around that, that event is going to serve you very well. So if you are a brand that's looking to be a little bit more cautious with how you roll these out and, and really lean in during a more, um, you know, high potential uh, time, then yeah, I would say think about, you know, when those events are happening, right? Prime Day, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, or Prime Day's Walmart, you know, uh, savings event that we just saw, uh, the, the comp competing event anyway. Um, obviously, you know, August, back to school, if you have a product that's relevant for back to school, um, would probably make a lot of sense. And, you know, we also do UGC here at Vendo. So we have a lot of fun kind of making sure that we have the, the content showing the, the, the relevancy of the theme and the product and the, and the seasonality that, that is then incorporated into the ads, which then has a consistent messaging on the landing page, so on and so forth. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Greg, why don't you close it out? I know that we've talked a little bit earlier on in this podcast just about driving traffic to your discounts on Meta, Google, and TikTok, but can you outline um, some of the strategic best practices around doing so? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing Nick mentioned is uh, that UGC, user-generated content style of video. And so what we've seen perform really well is um, just a video of like an influencer walking in a store. So you see what store, you see it's Walmart and they kind of like fast forward through finding the right aisle to, you know, where do you actually pull the thing off the shelf, showing them, checking it out, scanning their coupon, for example, at the cash register so people can really see it work live. Um, and then of course, you know, they get out to their car and they open it up and take a bite or something like that. So um, those kind of like, I would say 15 to 30 second videos have really performed well on Meta. Um, you can also do the same thing on, on TikTok. So that's something that we can help set up for you. If you don't already have those creators, uh, we've got a, we've got a list here that we can connect you to, but I think when you're deciding to do one of these campaigns, there's a few, there's really three main decisions to make. Number one, do you want your redemption to be point of purchase or do you want it to be the text to photo of your receipt? And then number two, do you want, uh, to provide your own traffic? Or do you want to use the traffic that's already built into Abata? And then number three is if you want to provide your own traffic, what's the best way to do that? Is that Google, Meta, TikTok, or maybe something else? Um, so those are really your three main decisions. And then as far as budgets go, um, either you can come in with a budget and say, hey, we have $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 to spend. What's the best way to distribute this between redemption cost and ad cost? Or the other way that you can do it is say, we need to sell 3,000 units by the end of September, for example. What's it going to cost to execute that? And then we can back out um, the kind of budget that you're going to need. So there's two ways of, of coming in with that. But either way, we can help you make all of those decisions and kind of guide you through the process. Awesome. Well, I think this was super comprehensive. So thank you both so much for joining. As Nick had alluded to multiple times, this is very new. So I'm sure if we did this podcast again in another four to six months, then we'd have a ton more information and case studies to share with you guys as well. But Greg, Nick, it's always a pleasure to have you. And I'm sure we'll see you on Velocity soon. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Sounds good. We'll be back four to six months. <laughs> there you go. Bye, everyone.